Hey, welcome to episode 46 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. I am TC Fontaine, joined by Malik Ricks and the Essential Wreak Havoc. You know, as always, you can find us most platforms streaming these podcasts, uh, including Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, man, leave us a review. Uh, links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. Uh, what is good, y'all? Many men. Man, rest in peace, oh, yeah. yeah, but that, that I, I've been listening to that I, album. All, my girlfriend like kind of yelled at me. Are you the pop smoke? Yeah, I tried it, it bro, and I was just, I just couldn't do it. It just seemed like it just seemed like some stuff they just put together, just like like the the recording industry, the the label just it, put together, slapped all that. It was pretty stuff. sad. Did you listen to the second half of the album, or did you listen to the first half? No, I was just jumping through. Like, I was listening to certain songs. I heard people, well, I heard people, I've seen people talking about it on Twitter. Go back and listen to just the second half of that album, bro. I, I mean, that that's what got me, because, you know, his first album, everybody was like, oh, it sounds the same, sound the same. And it was right, it did sound the same. But, you know, this album. <laughs> was a lot of stuff for the ladies on it. Yeah, man. It was, it was it was a little vibe, too. You could, like, ride with your girlfriend or something. So I, I heard that. Uh, start start that off, but I had I, mean, I had to check out. My bad, cut you over. I had oh, to check ahead. out the, uh, the the song on there with with Puffy Son, because I seen people clowning him on Twitter. I was like, man, I gotta check this out. It wasn't that bad to me. It was it was whatever. Like it wasn't terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Like T.I. said, tell 50 to pull up, man. I'm ready for this versus battle. Oh, anyway, man. 50 smoking, man. Hey, man, don't disrespect the king, y'all. For real. And, and then that. he got a hove, too. You see Yeah, that? but we, we know hove ain't going to do that. I mean, that, that that's reaching. That's reaching. You know what I mean? That's like that's like somebody calling out Michael Jackson or something. Like, that's reaching. But, uh, hey, but look, you know who run versus, though? It, it's the two people that hove don't work with the most. Well, yeah, I, huh? I think he worked with Pharrell more than, than Swizz, but he worked with Swizz a lot. I want, I want, yeah. I, I wonder who could get him out the house though, but I, I, I would, I would love to see this. Video. Solange. So, <laughs> yeah, how you doing, Reek? How, how are you, Reek? <laughs> I'm cool, man. I'm just, you know, living out a central life like always. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Uh, I've been, I've been tired this week. You know what I'm saying? They killing me. Really, man. What y'all, y'all been watching your wrestling lately? Oh yeah, of course. What y'all been watching, man? Yeah, I just got caught up on SmackDown on Raw the other day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I I couldn't I couldn't give AEW all the, the attention today. Like it was it was all Great American Bash for me. For real. Like they, they, it started off good, ended good. Like it wasn't as good as last week. Yeah, no, and, and they did everything good. last week. Everything yeah, I wanted to see happen last week. So it was like, yeah, it's all. What you mean watching Malik? Same shit, you know, Raw. I actually watched SmackDown for the first time in a long time uh, last week. <laughs> hey, we, we gotta talk about that. We gotta talk about it because they 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 look like they putting a putting my guy Matt Riddle in a nice place. I watched the match with him and AJ, and like after that, I was like, man, let me start back watching SmackDown. You know, it's not as what I think it is. You know what I'm saying? We got some. It's been we good got some for like, like three, four months yeah. now. Oh, no, I need to go back and catch up, man. You go back and catch up. That's my fault. That's ignorant on my part. So I'm sorry. And uh, yesterday I was watching. Uh, I was watching old pay per views. You know, sometimes I just turn on old stuff. I was watching uh, Unforgiven 2000, the one with Stone Cold came back after he got hit by Rikishi. 
And he just like started whooping everybody ass in the arena all through the whole night. You know, whooped on the little uh random little stage hand, whooped Kurt Angle ass. <laughs> Kurt Angle was in his feelings about it. I forget who else he whooped, man, but uh yeah, that was a fun little show. Uh you know, I I don't like I don't like when Chris Benoit be on stuff though. Like I'll be like, damn, I don't wanna see this. But it's all good, man. Uh, I've been I've been watching those though the the new Jack interviews. It's so funny reading the comments with Vlad, bro. Oh because people who don't know New Jack don't know his personality, like at least fan wise. And so when he he was talking about stabbing, what was that? Uh, who he who he stabbed? <laughs> Whatever the dude name is, and the old dude Which he one? beat up. He would laugh Which while one? he's talking about it. And so I'm looking at the comments. They like, man, this dude's crazy. I can't believe he's laughing about stabbing folks. He wanted to really kill us. He's a maniac. I'm like, that's really Compared to the boys. Yeah, like compared to the to the New Jack shoot interviews, like the ones that's dedicated to wrestling. Oh, yeah, that's like the comments, they know what this they they know what that's about. They encourage it too. I'll be like, y'all are wild. It's, this Vlad interview is light compared to any shoot interview he's ever did. Like he he's calm and professional on this one. He got yeah. to man. You got you tapped into a different audience. You trying to get that it, money. That's what it is. It's funny yeah. just seeing like people like like why is he laughing about attempted murder? Cause that's him. Like yeah, the new Jack man. And he don't play. He really try to take you out. So chill. Stab that mind. motherfucker. I said, Stab that motherfucker. <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> Bob's I tried to kill him. <laughs> yeah, I ain't tried to kill him. I just wanted to hurt him a little bit. <laughs> Samuel L. Newjack, man. Thanks. <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> hey, man. I had a baseball uh, bat with Bob Mark. Yo, Malik, you been in the shop, bro? I see that. I see that lineup. You oh yeah, there. man. You know what I'm saying? Well, I got a big, in, I got a internship this weekend. You know, the yeah, Euro he, Basketball League. Shout out to them, man. I had yeah, to he put me on. Uh, he ain't put, put me on though. Hey, this is a for real <laughs> internship. This is I had to apply. He didn't put me on though. He, he, he ain't send me the link or nothing. See how this is. Got a Oh, last year. I think so. Yeah, that's crazy. I've been, but I've been talking about this, Reek. I've been talking about this. He's been yeah. knowing this since, like, I think I don't know when, when I did it, but still, yeah, I know I've told TC because he he's on. like one of the few people I've only tell anything to. So, yeah, mm. but yeah, I'm excited, man. I had to get my hair cut, Reek. Okay. Yeah, I need, I need to get a lineup too, man. I'm out here, like, I need to retwist like my my quarantine beard. My quarantine beard looking bad, like. Like when you look in the mirror, it don't look that bad. It's when like you, you like I was I was uh shooting a monologue yesterday. I was bored, so I was I'm gonna record a monologue. And uh man, on, on the actual camera, it, it don't it don't look good. Like I was like, <laughs> hey, this this gotta go, man. I'm out here looking bushy, like I'm looking like I'm looking, I've been going through it, man. Like there's only so much you can do just to at least maybe shape it up a little bit. Damn. Yeah, man, you better get in before the, uh, they they start shutting stuff down again. That's how. Oh yeah, they definitely shut stuff they down. Shutting stuff down, so I'm like uh, they started shutting restaurants yeah. down on the strip after like a week or two. Like y'all yeah. knew what was gonna happen. Yeah. It was like, what's the point of opening them if that's the case? But oh well, right. It is what it is, man. Uh, hey, uh, let's let's talk about some wrestling, though, man. Um, before some we, wrestling. yeah, some wrestling. Uh, before we get into night two of uh, the Fighter Fest and Great American Bash, 
you know, WWE. You know, first it was two weeks of the Great American Bash, and, you know, they, they hit us with some more uh, pro-USA propaganda. Uh, we got a new U.S. title design. Uh, yes. You know, we, we could talk about the rest of Raw in a bit, but let's talk about this new belt uh, that was revealed by MVP on Raw this Monday. Uh, some some details about the belt I found out that uh, it was a the first ever 3D laser printed belt. So it was apparently the first ever 3D laser printed belt. That's kind of fire. Um, complete with a dipset eagle right in the middle. Uh, <laughs> the belt uh, apparently has been completed since last December, at least. Uh, and there are also new SmackDown tag titles that are on the way that have been ready since WrestleMania. So uh, let's go. I actually like the, the SmackDown tag titles. Yeah, they say WrestleMania 35. Yeah. So WrestleMania. Either or, I don't care which one. Just, just switch it up. Not, I like the SmackDown like ones. Like, I think the blue and the silver complement each other. Yeah. Red well, they should have switched up the raw. Yeah. But anyway. Because even it though it's a different is. color, they've had that same design since, like, what, 08? Yeah. Yeah. But what, the U.S. title or the SmackDown? SmackDown. I know U.S. been, like, since 03. Yeah, 03. Uh, the SmackDown was Smack, – SmackDown's only been there since 2016 when they did the draft split. So no, like I'm talking the, about the design, like with the helmets on there and all that stuff. Oh, the the little pennies, yeah, like, probably like yeah. 2000, 2010, maybe 2011. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like I didn't like the big penny belts though. I I, I didn't Me like either. them. But I'm, uh, I'm ready for something new, man. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, uh, MVP does. Uh, he's looking to get his second career U.S. title uh, against Apollo Cruz at Extreme Rules. Uh, he's already halfway there because he he has his belt in possession, like he carrying around, like he moves, you know, over on TK. <laughs> you know, you say he the real U.S. champion. Well, uh, what what's y'all overall thoughts, man? How y'all how y'all feeling about this new design, man? You know, I I've seen people post some other mock-ups uh, of some other designs, like different ways they would have did it, uh, and none of it looked bad. I like yeah, it, man. Uh, this 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 title's not bad at all. It's just that that first U.S. title looks so good. Like to me, that title like after all these years still doesn't look old to me but um this song's not bad at all man like that silver one you shared in a group earlier that was fire like you know what i mean but any 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 belt should have gold in it so whatever belt has gold and it's bright and it's flashy cody <coughs> yeah 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 has gold man corona i promise i hope not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, real quick, Malik. I'm sorry. Uh, you got banned from uh, Smack Raw Wrestling. They said you couldn't come on there, man, because of that little take you had last week. Oh yeah. Smacking I, it raw. I, I'm sorry. Smack, smacking it raw. My I guy Matt said you can't come on there anymore. I'm, I'm, uh, I messed uh, with them, but I, I, I never really planned on going on there. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm gonna pull. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull some strings, man. We get you back on there. Man. It's all good. <laughs> No, nah, it's yeah. it's all good. We had our we had our conversation. I actually had like a little rant about that earlier, but like I've, I've I'm like ain't no point of it about the whole uh, wrestling fans and they whole little biasness. So it's all right. it's all good. What you what you trying to say? Oh no, <laughs> AE. Oh, I might as well go ahead and you AEW and WWE fans. Oh, I thought you were talking Stop about Sasha Banks fans. My bad. No, no. It, well, we have those two. Stop with y'all biasness, bro. Like that get on my nerve. They hop that on the internet really. Man. 
really trying to argue over they be trying so to gang the Democrats bang. And, the, and the Republicans. Yeah. Y'all gang banging over some over over like, some bro, things that roll around in their underwear for a living. That's crazy. Facts. Bro, we had a conversation, right? And I was telling him about NXT. Can't nobody on earth talk to me about NXT if you're not a real NXT fan. You can't talk to me about NXT. I think most people that watch NXT are NXT fans, though. I think, no, I think a lot of these guys who watch NXT now are WWE fans who hate AEW. Just to be like, oh, NXT killed them this week. NXT, a lot, not not all. They not watching it though. I can tell you, they not watching it. Exactly. They, they just, just like they didn't watch joining the conversation. Just, they, they don't just watch like it. They at didn't all watch anyway. the 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 Penelope Ford and uh, Sheeta match. They didn't watch it. They was like, oh, it's better. That's all I was saying. Like, I'm not gonna argue with nobody about that because <laughs> you didn't. Uh, if you ain't watched the match, but like to be fair, dog. To be fair, no. I don't. <laughs> to be fair, I don't have to look, watch look, look. Sasha Banks versus Io Shirai and then watch Penelope Ford and Hikaru Shida to know which one is better. Bro, I don't have to bro, watch them to know if that. You, if you get on Twitter arguing with somebody about an opinion, yes, you do have to watch it because you're telling me stuff about uh, storytelling and all this extra shit, which is storytelling, just a bullshit excuse for people who just don't have no part of the match they really like. Let's keep it a buck. We, we have like, necessary, though. But, like, it's no, it's, like, what is the part of the match that you what, like? What you, what you gotta say, Rick? What you gotta say? When you come up oh. with the whole, it sets up stuff for the future and all that shit, just like that match with What Tom you gotta and say, Rick? It's supposed to be a tag team. No, it didn't set up shit. Why? Because Kyrie Sanders came. <laughs> now Io Shirai is asked out. So that whole setup for the future shit is out the way. Only thing Storytell that really did for that match was... It set up Sasha and Oscar. Exactly. Which yeah. is NXT. You have Raw and SmackDown for that. We don't need that over there on our brand. So sorry. We don't need that. But listen, so, like I said, so, it, it, so you tell you a wrestler, right? And you yes. lose this, you, your, your opponent at, that you're facing in a few weeks, they beat you on your own show. You're not gonna show up and cost them they match a couple days later. You're not gonna do that as a wrestler. Just thinking as a wrestler, not just like, like I'm saying. Like I'm saying, wrestler logic says I'm showing that's, up and I'm like that's good for that match. Get my for smoke back for a good match. I don't care I don't what the to, show got it. I don't, I don't we're care. We're talking what show. about a good match. I don't want to see nothing that's gonna lead to a match at prior. I want to see a match that has a good match going in. Io Shirai is good enough to hold on her own. If they was gonna do that, they should just have Bailey face her and just had her put on a straight match. Instead of having Sasha, because like I said, he told me we had storytelling. It's going to lead up to a tag team match, which is not. And but I thought of something last night. Um, if they did have it lead up to a tag team match, they should have had Io Shirai come out instead of Kyrie Shane. And you could have still brought mm-hmm. Kyrie Shane out. You could have had them disqualify Bailey and Sasha, attack them, going crazy. Boom, Kyrie Shane. Simple. What you got to say, Reed? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I. I see your point. Like, I, I see yours. Mm-hmm. I see what you see saying. But there's other stuff you got to take into account, too. Like, I, I know people talk yeah, about the storytelling aspect. And look, the storytelling is important because if you don't know how to do that, you're not going to craft a great match. But you also got to think about experience. You got to think about the chemistry yep. that two people had together. Because if they don't have that chemistry going, they're not going to be able to tell a story. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but what was the story of that I match? Can't... That's what I need to know. What was the story of that particular <laughs> what, 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 match? Of of Sasha and Io Shirai. I'll tell you what the story is. Sasha and Bailey, when they first won the tag titles last year, they said they were going to defend the belts on all three brands. So when they they didn't get the chance to, because they ended up losing the belt two months later. It wasn't a tag match. Can I get to my point? (laughs) What you drinking? Can I get to my point? Not a tag match. Can I get to my point though? Like this this is context we're talking about. You can't ignore the context because just because it's not a tag match. 
Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Right. So we talking about context though. Like context is important to everything. So what I was saying, he froze. Like he froze now. That's crazy. So like what I was saying, <laughs> I'm going to tell you on freeze. He got here. This where you go? <laughs> where you go? <laughs> oh man! You see, he froze on purpose. That's crazy. He said, Nah, you gonna catch the smoke today? <laughs> oh, that's wild. <laughs> You want to freeze now. I'll still say it, though. So, when they first won the tag titles last year, they said, we're going to defend these belts on all three brands. They did not right. get the chance to. They, they did not get the chance to defend the titles on all three brands because they ended up losing the belt, like, a month later. So, when they first went back, they like, all right, we said we was going to defend these titles on all three brands. That's what we're here to do. So, we're going to defend these on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. So you got the SmackDown Women's Champion. You got somebody that hasn't held a, a, a singles women's world title in three years. Coming to NXT talking about we run NXT. You don't think the, the women's champ on NXT going to have a problem with that? So she going to show up and be like, hey, yo, get the, get, what y'all doing? Like, y'all, y'all in my house. It's my show. So yeah. there. That's, that's the story. That's the story you was telling. <laughs> He wasn't here to hear none of that. I think, well, I think his thing was intertwining the story of Oscar and Sasha now in the middle of it's relevant Sasha. Because it's like, like you said, like obviously they come into to their show, to her show, after all this time, trying to say they, they run everything and EO's the champ. So she got to, you know, hold it down for her turf. You know what I'm saying? But then there's the whole thing with Oscar now. There's a whole separate rivalry on a whole different show, and it's like, okay, we don't need that mixed up in there. So I see that point. You know what I'm saying? I, I see it from both sides of the coin. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, I I, I see what you talk about too, but you gotta you got you can't ignore the context of it. Uh, but with that being said, we we spend a lot of time on this man. Let's uh let's talk about Fighter Fest. You know, we was talking about AEW NXT. Uh, let's talk about night two of Fighter Fest, man. Uh, it's complete. Uh, it's over. Uh, let's get right into it, man. We uh, we started off with the the tag team championships on the line. Uh, Kenny Page, Kenny Page. I I do this all the time. I say it wrong all the time. Kenny, Kenny Omega <laughs> and uh, Adam Hangman Page uh, defeated Private Party. Uh, it was a cool little match. It was a fun match. Uh, there was like a big breakup spot at the end of it that like Kenny mistimed, and like that kind of bothered me a little bit. It kind of, but it wasn't major, but it was just like, damn, like that kind of really took me out of this match here. Uh, yeah. I don't see the the point of private party. Hey, Malik's back. He back. Oh, we already we already moved on. I'm, I'm, he didn't catch nah, you. You you was definitely you you unplugged your router. You unplugged your router. It's cool. We, we, hold on, we, hold on, hold on. We we in the middle of something. We we can come back. No, we can you know, I will argue with you this, all day. I know we can come. We come back to this. We already done moved on now. So we, we come back to it in a little bit. Because T T C no, I, I will tear him up. T C no, I'll be no tearing him up. Already, already, already made my point when he was gone. You ain't you didn't make your point with me. That's what I'm saying. You didn't make your point with me. You, you can go back and listen to the to the to the footage. To, to you, you didn't make all that bullshit excuse when I was we can here. talk about this a little bit. You didn't receive it. You exactly. my you was ducking. You you were here unplugged your router. Duncan, what? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave it at this. All right, wait, wait, wait. Freeze. That's crazy. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going. I'm gonna leave it at this. What part of the match 
something you enjoyed? What's something that you will always from, remember from that match? Which match? Sasha what the match we were just talking about? Yeah. I, the fact that they never fought before, you wouldn't, you couldn't even tell. Like it looked like they just what had like several part matches of the match before. Did you enjoy, like, like a specific part that you enjoy. You, you see, uh, every time I'm talking and I'm about to get to my point, you like to cut me because off. you're you're bringing up a whole bunch of BS. The the fact that they've never wrestled before, the fact that because I'm getting to it. Damn. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna put your ass on mute so I can finish what I'm saying. <laughs> See, yeah. that's why you don't let niggas host the podcast because they, they got control of the mute button. There you go, because he's scared. Oh, okay. He's scared. He's he going to kick oh. me out. No, nah, I ain't going to kick you out. Just let me talk, though. Go ahead. Because you, you, you came back in here being disruptive. Like, this 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 why, this why black people get kicked the, out of the, class the all show, the time. The show should have never kept going on if I wasn't in here. That would have been the smart thing to do. Brother TC, we both well just wait for you. You just disappeared. Yeah, yeah I mean, middle, middle room. Yeah, yeah. But go ahead, go ahead. Oh. What you what you were saying? We, we, let's, hold on, let's, let's let's just bring this back. We we, we just we talking about AEW now. We, we ain't even talking about that. We come back to this though. We will come back to. Come back. Don't worry. We will come back to it. But as I was saying, now we could go. We could go back to AEW. We could. We could finish. We in the now. middle of AEW. We done. We we done with this though. It's good though. We could go back to it. <laughs> we wasted time. We wasted time good. because of you. That, that's okay. Let's go. Let's it's not. This. It's not. Because I'm, I'm tired of talking <laughs> about this. First off, you don't. Right, right, you tired of talking? Are we done talking? Right, look, look, look. Come back to it. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. I'm gonna mediate this real quick. Two minutes apiece, real quick. Knock it out. We don't got two minutes. Go ahead. We got, we got about five. <laughs> go ahead. TC. Five total. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. AW man. Uh like I said, I don't I don't see the point. Like I was saying, uh, you know, four or five minutes ago, you know, before Malik came back. Uh I don't see the point of a private party getting this random title match if they were just gonna lose. But uh, you know, they could have just had inner circle win last week and they got the title match and it just made sense to inner circle losing to the elite, but I don't book the show. So you know, some people that booked the show, they got more experience than me. But I'm just saying what I would have did. Um, True. Joey Janela. stupid. You said what? Kenny and uh, and uh, Hangman still being champions is stupid. It's dumb. Like you had you had two opportunities in the last two weeks to to have them lose those belts, and uh, they didn't do it. Um, makes no sense to me. Um, Joey Janela and Lance Archer. That was, and eh, I didn't I didn't really care for that. Uh, I didn't watch it. Uh, did y'all watch that match at all? Did y'all pay attention? Yes, to I did, nah. bro. That match was 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 great to me. Not not like amazing, amazing, but it showed Joey Janela's side that we haven't got to see on any show yet because he's barely on there. Now that he's getting his like, you know, his Showtime, Lance Archer. It made them both look pretty strong. Honestly, my favorite part is when Lance uh, actually powerbonded through that table. Sonny Kiss got some, you know, got his got his moves in. So pretty pretty dope. Yeah, uh, I might have to go watch it back, man. Yeah. You you watch it, Rick? Yeah, nah, nah. I ain't oh, you said you was watching Great American Bash most of the time. Yeah, I was. I was all on it. Yeah, it it was it was whatever. But uh, how long Brian Cage been around? Like a month and a half or so. Uh, uh, Taz crowned him the FTW champion, and this is like the first time I got legitimately excited uh, at any segment that he's been in since he's been in AEW. 
because like you know if you know about that FTW championship, you know Taz, you know Taz tell you the baddest MF on the planet when you got this. You know go back and watch some of that old ECW uh, when Taz was an FTW champion. Uh, what do y'all think about this? I think it's dope. I mean, that's does he managing Brian? I mean, it gives him something to work with. Hopefully, he could defend it. Actually, defend it. Maybe move around a couple, a little bit before they just you know give it back to Taz. But yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. I'm yeah. I'm a little on the fence. A little on the fence about it because it's like, you know, obviously Taz gotta gotta carry this to an extent when it comes to Brian Cage, but it's like him bringing out the belt. It's like okay, that that's a nice little bit of nostalgia for people that's been watching for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I just can't help but get that weird feeling of Ted DiBiase in the million dollar belt, and you just you just whip that out and hand it on Cage, and it's like like he said, you know, he's been here for what, a month or some change now. You saw him win the the ladder match for the the, the number one contender spot now for a title shot. We haven't really seen much else besides that. A couple couple segments of him. You know, so it's like that's a lot that you're doing right now, and we don't have enough of a sample size for the guy. You know, so I'm I don't know I'm on the fence about it. It's not I not that I didn't like it. It's just I got questions. You know what I'm saying? That that that's that makes me like. that makes me wonder: Is Brian going to actually win the title? Because oh, nah. if you if you Ooh. put like this belt on him, like that would yeah. make no sense for him to lose. Like, is Dean gonna take that belt too? Like. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you run the risk of, of ruining Brian Cage with this because you, you give him this FTW belt. Now he's facing Moxley next week. Uh, you know, you can imagine that he's not going to beat Moxley because that makes no sense. Um, and if he loses, that just kind of ruins the little bit of momentum you built. He's not the baddest MF. He's, you know, so why does he have a belt? So, uh like I said, I'm not the one booking it, so, you know, hopefully, you know, I'll let things play out. Hope they know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had a – oh, my gosh. Um, the Lucha Bros and uh, Butcher and Blade <laughs> versus Spots the, and Blade. the FTR. Uh, let's Spots not spend too much time on this match. It, it's it's exactly what you expect uh, a Young Bucks match and a Lucha Brothers match to be. Um for my favorite F- type of match. For, for for FTR to be in this match, it sure was a lot of flips. Um, I just want to say <laughs> one thing: uh, Butcher and Blade are terrible. Uh, they're just awful. Uh, and, and Ray Phoenix is a maniac. He hit a Canadian destroyer on a, one of the Jacksons on the outside of the ring onto a bunch of other dudes. Um, but I, I, I would like to see them kind of have some some psychology in these matches. Like it just seemed they just go out there and just do a bunch of, of moves. And like, like I've been on record saying that, like I, I would like them to kind of, you know, ha- have have something going into it. Like, I don't know, I'm a, I'm an old school guy. Uh, but we get the FTR versus the Lucha Bros next week, man. So uh, gonna be a lot of flips in that one too. But it, it should be a it should be a decent match. Probably the one the match I'm looking forward to the most next week. Honestly, this match um, probably was. Let me think. All the matches. Yeah, this probably was my favorite match of uh, AEW tonight. Um, just because, I mean, the Lucha Bros, like, they, to me, they stole that match because with two partners like Butcher and Blade, they who barely did anything, somehow this match still seemed very competitive. And me, like I said, me and my brother TC, we were Handicap two match, man. 
I, I like that. I yep. like the flippy, hard hitting, all that stuff. Like that. I that's like that too. But like, I also like the the to see them like kind of build up to those moves instead of just, they just be outright just doing it from from yeah. zero to one. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I feel it. I feel it. But uh, honestly, what what I want to see come out of this match, honestly, um, is a triple threat TLC down the line. I want to see Lucha Bros. I want to see FTR, and of course, I want to see the Young Bucks for that title in the TLC match. I think that would probably be a match of the year candidate. Let's get a private party uh, in that joint too, man. Yeah, yeah, we, we can throw them in there. I like their theme song. Their theme song kind of hard. Uh, but yeah, like I said, they do the whole flippy shit too. So yeah, I wouldn't mind throwing them in there. But yeah, but yo, watching Blade, man, we 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 gotta get like some type of like like centers for these guys or something like really get them because <laughs> like you know I'm, I'm not gonna say i can do good, something better, but like yeah it's, it's it's just not good like tc said it's not good yeah but, uh, let's move let's move on man um nyla rose took on uh two girls who had a combined oh and six record heading into let's the match on, uh they let's now have her combined zero and eight record um <laughs> But uh, after the match, Nia, Nyla Rose, not Nia Jax, Nyla Rose announced that she uh, hired a manager. Uh, I'm hoping it's Jazz just because I want to see Jazz on my TV again because yeah. I fucks with Jazz. So hopefully that's what it is. Hope I'm not wrong. Hopefully it's not Tessa Blanchard. I've seen some people saying that. Spit on the grave that is Tessa Blanchard's career. Uh, that would be stupid. That would be yeah. very stupid. Uh, let's let's so move on. Is a manager? Yeah, it's dumb. It makes no sense. Um Let's move on. Uh, Dark Order uh, and Cole Cabana uh, defeated SCU. Uh, and, uh, Cole Cabana's on a win streak now since he's joined up with Brody Lee. Uh, they wouldn't let him celebrate, though. They just like, what the fuck you celebrating for, fam? Like, you got, you know, it's just business. Like, he's supposed to win. So, I like that. I like that. Um, and in the main event, Chris Jericho beat Orange Cassidy. Uh, we didn't watch. Yeah, we didn't watch that. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we, 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 we was watching. We was watching NXT, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, so uh, this match, I, I love, love that guy. I, love, I, I, I like both of them, man. I, I, I was excited to see this match, but then just like I tried to watch both at the same time, couldn't do it. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm go back and watch it. It looked like Orange Cassidy got a lot of offense in though. Yeah, uh, that's what I seen. But ultimately, he lost the match. So. Yeah, so I, I thought I thought he was gonna get the win, but he looked strong. But I don't. Yeah. So overall, uh, for for Fighter Fest, um, last week I enjoyed last week a lot more. This week was very, eh. um, probably the the thing I enjoyed the most was uh Brian Cage being crowned the FTW champ, and also uh Big Swole got suspended, so that was cool, and she ended up showing up anyway, but. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, man, yeah. Yo, I didn't know she was married to Cedric Alexander. I didn't know. Yeah, that. I thought we talked yeah. about this like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, when you said it last week, I was like, "Why is he saying that?" But then I was like, "Oh, I looked it up. I'm like, oh, wait, she, they really married." Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, man, uh, Young Keys Wrestling Podcast. Um, you know, we got got Ronnie's ads, man. Uh, we'll be back. We gonna talk about some more wrestling. NXT Great American Bash. We will be back. Welcome back uh, to episode 46 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Uh, you know, we just got done talking about Fighter Fest. But let's talk about uh, the Great American Bash on the other end of the spectrum, man. Uh, another great uh, episode of NXT television. 
Uh, we kicked it off with the uh, Mia Yim and Candice LeRae street fight. Uh, man, I, I enjoyed this one. Like, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this. I didn't like Mia's fit, like wearing the the cut off shorts with with the knee pads and the Tims. Like that was nasty. Uh, that was real gross. But uh, I, I love the violence, man. I, I expected nothing less from both of these two women. Uh, it was it was out there hard hitting. Uh, a little drop kick through the table. Um, whatever move Candice hit off the top rope on them chairs was nasty. Uh, I got a I got a hot take on this one. Uh, I, I I I got I got two takes. I got one take that's not so hot, and I got a hot take. The not so hot take is that this match was a better street fight than uh, Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai was a few months ago. I think a lot of people forgot that match happened uh, at Takeover Portland. I definitely forgot that. I heard Maro <laughs> Maro Nalo was like. As we see the violence in this match, there's a reason why this is only the second street fight in NXT women's history. I was like, what was the first one? I was like, oh, it happened four months ago. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, and then my hot take is that this was better than Asuka and Nikki Cross, uh, last woman standing from three years ago. That's my hot take. I don't know. I'm going to have to go watch them back, but... Yeah, what y'all think of this? Whoa. Oh, know. but but all the all the whoa. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was a good match, man. Great opener. Um, honestly, it was like my favorite match for a while until the one match we all love happened. Um, but yeah, it was, it was my, my match of the night changed like three times. Same here. <laughs> honestly, yeah. once I had, once I had mine, I stuck with it, but. I, I said this, I said this recently. Uh, this was the, the star-making moment for Candace, and that's what I expected. It, it, it was better than I thought it was going to be. It wasn't. It wasn't too long, but it didn't need to be. It had enough impact that it was gonna. It was gonna show. And for for Candace, I said this a while back with that whole heel turn with her and Johnny. It's like she's completely outshining me. Like this. This whole turn has been for her. So I think this was like that turning point. Like she's going to have a run at some point in time. Like it, there's no question about it no more. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. EO is a faith now. And so, you know, between Candace and, you know, whoever else comes up in terms of heels, like she's going to get a run. Like that whole thing between her and Johnny doing the husband and wife duo with the gold, that's probably going to happen at some point. But she they she showed it that this is this just happened. And as much as I want to see Mia Yim get a run and you know at some point at least once, I I doubt it's gonna happen. But uh, Candace is getting it definitely. That's what this was setting up. Recalled it, wreak havoc. Nah, I I like I'm with you though, Reek man. I would love to see uh, Mia get a get a run here, but just like the way things have been shaping up, uh. You know, especially when you look at last year, like it wasn't a spot for her last year. It's, it's it's not really looking like it's a spot for her this year. But she she's at workhorse in NXT, so you know she she's a right. good hand when you need it. You you need those good hands. Not everybody can be uh, a champion. You know, look at Cesaro. He, he's not. He hasn't been a champion, and Ooh. he's a good <laughs> hand though. So like he, you know, I'm not not to compare Mia Yim to Cesaro or nothing, but you know. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. 
We gotta, we gotta we talk about Cesaro another time. We got we gotta make that list too. Yeah. We gotta make that list of like wrestlers who were great that they did nothing with. But yeah. okay, yeah, we gotta we gotta I, get I got, back. We gotta start making them uh, Kota Hala videos, man. I get I get triggered cool. when I think about Cesaro and the how underused he is. Like, but he seemed like he don't yeah. really want that. He just liked the wrestle. So like, as long as he get you well, know whatever spot he cool. I, he must have by now. He had to have gotten to a point where it's like, okay, it's not gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? I could put on as many great performances with as many wrestlers as possible. He'll drag a match out of a. Bronze, it's not like he don't get you know featured at all. Like you know, he yeah. get featured a lot and he looks strong a lot. He he may not win all the time, but like he go out there, he make other dudes look good. You know, now he in his this title program, they might might give him tag title again. You know, that's that's been his yeah. magnum opus. But to hear, but to break, yeah, but, but tag titles. That's yeah, what that has been though. It's like career. we've seen it, right? We've seen him be a tag team champion. We've seen him be IC champion, US title. Ain't hey, no shame in being one of the greatest built. tag wrestlers of all time, though. Nah, that I, I got. But, that, he's, but that's not him, but, but though. Dude is he's built not to be a the, world champion. Have the team. Go, my bad, Reed. Nah, he's good. He's good. But nah, dude is built right. to be a world champ. Like you look at it. You look at look at him per- personally. The way he's built. Look at his body of work. I mean, his promos ain't bad either. So I mean, it's like, oh, what's the problem? Come on, man. He has one of the best NXT matches in history. Just gonna throw that out there. Oh, that, that real, that's that's just real like NXT fans. Yes. <laughs> they, they don't they don't know about them uh them days. Him and him and uh TJ down there at yeah. Full Sail. They don't know about them days. Yeah, or the match with him and Sammy. Yeah, man. That, you you made me want to watch some 2014 NXT. I was watching some of that. Hey, like I was watching the uh, Fatal, not a Fatal Four Way, the one where um, damn, what match was I watching? I totally forgot. I was watching something. Uh, one of them takeovers from back in the day, man. I might have to go. I might have to go watch weekly episodes or something soon. That's why I got mad this week. If you went in the trenches, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't outside. You, you went in the trenches back then and there. Don't, don't talk to me, man. We went in the trenches. Hey, man, let's uh, let's carry on, man. You know, we can start talking <laughs> about Cesaro. Cesaro ain't had nothing to do with this show. Uh, yeah. Bronson Reed and Tony Nese, uh, apparently, like, Tony Nese had a, a a dark match, like, before last week's show. And, How the hell uh, you have a dark match in front of nobody? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like a dark match uh, last week's show or, uh, versus Leon Ruff. And like he was just Ooh. being like a bully. <laughs> and Bronson Reed did not like that. Uh, and so Bronson Reed went to management. It was like, man, put me in a match with, with folks right here. So uh, shout out to Bronson Reed. He he ain't afraid of the smoke. You know, he uh, he wanted the smoke from uh, Karrion Cross. And he, he got his ass whooped. Uh, so he was like, man, let me pick on somebody that's like two sizes smaller. <laughs> <laughs> they had a dark patch in front of nobody. <laughs> uh, but Bronson Reed and Tony Nisa, it was whatever. You know, I was just like, who 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 thought we wanted to see Bronson Reed and Tony Nisa on a on a big pay per view? You know, style card, but uh, it it was whatever. Uh, I'm not the biggest like Bronson Reed fan. I don't know what it is. I think that he called himself a thick boy. That's why probably why I can't get behind him. Oh, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't do it, man. Uh, I gotta. I don't know. Maybe you know he. But that's was, the thing. Was he a Ring of Honor? 
I think I vaguely remember him beating Ring of Honor. Oh no. Do it look like I watch Ring of Honor? Oh no. Uh, don't talk to me about <laughs> NXT if you don't watch Ring of Honor. <laughs> but, uh, oh, no. it, it's really a rite of passage. I think it's a rite of passage uh, for everybody who debuts in NXT is that, like, I don't like them at first because, like, it's something about them, like, especially when they new and they just getting a lot of TV time. I haven't resonated with that person yet. And then, like, over time, they, you know, they, they win me over. It happened with uh, with, with Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Johnny Gargano DIY. It happened with Velveteen Dream. I couldn't stand him when he first debuted. Um, having a lot of guys. Uh, and then some guys just come in, I just be like, man, I, I, I rock with them heavy, like Undisputed Era. Uh, I, I got I got some takes on the Undisputed Era here in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, this match was whatever. Um, moving on, uh, Shasi Blackheart ran over Robert Stone with her tank uh, backstage. Uh, and then they spent the whole picture-in-picture picture commercial break trying to get him up from under it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. Um, no, I love Shotzi and I fucking love that tank. Yeah, like that. I, I don't care what how bad the show is. If I see just just thirty seconds of that at any point in time, I don't care how bad the show is. I'm giving the whole show an A plus just off strength it up. Like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, so I, I posted, uh, so, you know, as we know, Evolve closed last week. We talked about that. Uh, and so Evolve is like, what are your favorite Evolve memories? And so I posted the one from the, the show that was on the network last summer where, like, Shasi Blackheart just, like, dived out the ring, you oh, know, cheers. to a whole yes, bunch of sir. chairs. Oh, so, like, somebody, somebody replied to it that was like, Shasi, did that hurt on a scale from one to whatever? She replied to them, but they didn't acknowledge your boys. I was kind of upset. Oh no! Off our own video, it was cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. As long as they look and they reply, man, you it's know cool. where you get it from. You know where you heard it from. Shout out to the bro. Shout yeah, out shout, shout out to Matt Riddle. Riddle. Cool. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Matt Riddle too, man. Matt Riddle uh, showed us some love, man. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, so like Matt Riddle, you know, we will talk about SmackDown in a sec, but Matt, hold on, I, I'll just talk about it. We get to it. I'll talk about it. We get to it. I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> y'all know it's what I sent y'all yesterday. Though. The little screenshot. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but there's a footage show. We had a Johnny Gargano versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. This was my second match of the night. Um, yeah, it was dope, man. It, it was. It was like. I'm trying to. I'm trying to compare, man. It was, it's imagine like two Tyreek Hills wrestling out, you know, in the ring. It was just like it was just quickness. Um, don't know Tyreek Hill is a receiver for the Chiefs. Um, yeah, it was a dope. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. I mean, y'all should, should know who Tyreek Hill is, you know. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I got my own opinions on Tyreek Hill. If you know, you know, but like that's it's, that's not for the show. But um, dope match, though. It, it was really good. What y'all think of this match? This was my this, match. This, this was the first match. We was just texting each other. And it was like, y'all watching this? It's crazy. Like, yeah, honestly, even after Keith Lee and Adam Cole, this was still my match of the night. Like, real tough. And I guess for me, it's kind of like I just – I knew deep down that Keith Lee was going to win. So, it's like, obviously, him and Cole are going to put on a great match. It's not like I'm not expecting it. But it's just when they put this together just last week, you know, Swerve and Gargano and 
it just it was not how how I expected it to go. Like ultimately, I'm not. I'm thinking like, okay, Gargano's still gonna win, but the chemistry that they had together right away, and just how they just kept that going that whole time. Like, yeah, I, I need more. Of this. I need more of this. Like I, I was saying, I was telling y'all this earlier when I was watching it. Like that, they gave them a hell of an endorsement to be yes. really taking Gargano to the limit like that. So they got a player for real. I, I need more. I need more. I do too, man. What y'all yeah. think? What y'all think Vince gonna change uh, Suarez's name to? You know, if he ever go up to oh. the main roster, because you know that Isaiah Suarez Scott not staying. He'll change his name to Byron. So stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Iris uh, Scott's my favorite Laker. He'd probably be like or Swerve. Probably his name was Swerve. Yeah. Swerve Scott. Probably. Swerve. Oh, and one more thing. A little, little off topic. Hey, uh, WWE ain't, ain't shit for this. It's funny. <laughs> they, <laughs> they copyrighted Cody Rhodes' name again. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> That is hilarious. That's funny, pettiness, but it's like I mean, it's, Yo, I mean, it's what businesses do. Like they, they got they got IP under Cody uh, Rose. Like Cody Rose's name is not even Cody Rose, so like you can't really get mad at them for it. You like, can't. It's petty as fuck. Like, you can't really get mad, at them. bro. That's some real petty stuff because you're not going. I don't think there's a way to to really categorize that level of petty. Like really, I did. There's no, there's no way to place it. Who really? I, I, I know businesses do that. I know, but dude is off running his own company. <laughs> he ain't got nothing H to do H with you no more. That had to be all Triple H, bro. That's funny. That's all Triple H right there. Oh man, like hey, you can't how do we get him back? You can't let the man have his last name. He said, "Hey, y'all stole some of our pay per views, and we we gonna take we gonna take your your daddy <laughs> fake last name. <laughs> we own that." That's crazy. Oh, you want to own your daddy name? We own your name, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you own your daddy listen. fake name. We oh, own your man. fake name. Since since we were just talking about names, let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> we had a Drake Maverick and a Brizongo. Uh, Brizongo came out dressed like the Conquistadors. Um, they took on a Elgato del Fantasma. Uh, I gotta rewatch this one too because I was uh, I was busy trying to trying to make you know something to eat. And now I had to go pee, and I, I just missed all this match. Uh, I gotta go check that out, man. Uh, the, y'all, y'all catch, y'all catch this one. Excuse me. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this, this match was was pretty like extra dope to me. Um, only thing I didn't like, it, and it has nothing even to do with the match. It's uh, what they're doing with Tyler Breeze and Fandango. Like, can they cut the comic gimmicks at this point? Like, these are two guys that could really wrestle, that could really put on a good show. But, Tyler uh, Breeze. Before uh, you went to the main roster, about that. oh, because uh, when they came, when they first came back to NXT, when when Fandango first came back about like a month or two ago, mm -hmm. uh, they had a video package on uh, Brizongo, and like they were actually like serious in the video package. They, it wasn't no play play. Like they was just like yeah, exactly. We, we have fun, but like we we trying to we trying to do something, and then they ended up uh, getting the title streak. Uh, Mauro Nalo even said something about that during their entrance tonight. Um, yeah, it's like you know they they like to have fun and, and play, but you know it's it's serious business now, and they know I think that. exactly that's what we want. I want to see that serious side of like yo, we went to we when we went to the main roster, we was hot. We got like because if you if you watch like I said, if you watch NXT back then, you know even before Tyler Breeze went up, there was rumors saying Vince didn't like his character, didn't like him. 
So but, like, we could look at Tyler Breeze in NXT, and we knew he wasn't going to do much on the main roster. Like, I said that yeah. back then in but, 2014. But look, look, to, to me, if you have somebody coming out and the fans, he's already a big star with the fans. You have them core people. To me, it wouldn't be hard to put your stuff in while still pushing him. He got like the the whole end of the stick the entire time. He had a few good matches, but I don't know. Like, that was a pun that, or not? Yeah, yeah, y'all should have just y'all should have just. Was that a pun? No, because no, you know he had the selfie stick back back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah. see exactly. <laughs> no, I forgot all of it. No. <laughs> but yeah, no. But but besides that, no. This match was great, man. When you put those six guys in the ring, that fly. Even even Fandango did some 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 fly moves. You know what I mean? Just just be careful. Don't hurt yourself again, Fandango. But yeah, that was shoulders. Yeah, it's pretty good. I ain't gonna hold you when they first came out. I had forgotten that they were going against Brizango, so they just started their whole entrance, and I'm like, "Who the hell is this?" I was really lost. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I do I that every like, time they come out. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I forget they do like a lot of creative stuff. It's different every but, single time. Yeah, but then that makes me think about because he was just saying it's like you know how Breeze was. In NXT back in the day, it's like you know he's not gonna be much on the main roster. But I guess that that's really why people want to stay in NXT for the first place. That's like why you know Gargano say all the time, like yeah. he's, he's NXT for life. Him and, and Champa and all them, because it's like they can be over and they don't have to yeah. sell that to nobody because everybody in full sale know what's up. But as soon as a Gargano or a Champa goes up to the main roster, all of a sudden it's like they're gonna get swept down by the wayside. Because Vince doesn't see it. Like uh, I read the other day, Vince that, like, bro. giving up on Shayna Baszler. It's like that's stupid. What? Hold on, you you capping? That that's cap. That, no, that no, I'm true. not. I'm not. I'm not. We we we, we, we got Rick. time later. We got time later. We, we don't talk about yeah. that. Yeah, because I will I will start riding on this show right yeah. here, and I will ruin yeah. this whole forty minutes. Like I <laughs> when, when it comes to NXT people, I get so mad when they go to the main Bruh. roster. You do nothing. Like it writes its fucking self, bro. Like. Bruh. That's what is so frustrating to me. And I tell you, I blew she should, First off, first off, she should have won at WrestleMania. First Thank off. you. But Thank you. and Becky was gonna leave anyway. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Carl. Right, I tell you, I blew a whole stack reading that article. I, I, let's move on, man. Oh, yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Um we, we had a the first appearances in in what seems like forever for both uh Santana Garrett and Mercedes Martinez. Um, Mercedes Martinez came back in a it was a squash match. I know like she 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 was a face in like the rumble when she was in the rumble this year. Yeah. Um, but it looks like she's a heel now. Uh, you know, hopefully she she's around more often now because NXT they they need women in that division, uh for sure. Uh, and then our main event, uh Adam Cole, NXT champion, uh, 403 days. Uh, Keith Lee, North American champion. Uh, I don't know how many days, but it's been a few months. Um, this was not the match of the night, man. This was the match of the year uh, so far. In Standing my on that? I got to go back and, and find what other matches uh, have, have happened uh, Bro, so You just got to say I'm standing on it. You just got to say I'm standing on it. But I... I that's the new slogan. I'm standing. I might be on that. prisoner wait, of the moment. Wait, 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 wait. I might on, be on, prisoner on, of the moment. Are you standing hold on that TC? Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna let you finish after this. I know what you're gonna say. What I'm gonna say? Because this, this, I gotta, I gotta go run back because we, we can't forget we had the greatest wrestling match ever. Thank just you. a few I'm weeks ago. Y'all said all the weeks. 
getting me about it. It's going to be the greatest match. <laughs> so I got to run it back just to make sure. But it's definitely the best NXT match of the year uh, by far. And I don't know if any other match is going to – just because this gave me a similar feeling to WrestleMania last year with Kofi. You know, we got this, – this is our second – uh, Keith Lee won, um, and, and this is our second black world champion in WWE in two years. Like, when the last time that happened? Nah, I can't yeah. tell you ever. Um, so that was cool, man. Uh, Adam Cole was betrayed by his own desperation in the end. Like, that first last shot didn't put Keith Lee down. This is why, this is why I love psychology and storytelling in, in matches, because that first last shot didn't put Keith Lee down. So Adam Cole hits him with another last shot, Instead of going for the pin, he goes for the Panama Sunrise again because he didn't trust that you know it didn't it didn't work the last time. I got to do I got to do more. So he was betrayed by his own desperation. Uh, ended up costing him his championship, uh, four hundred and three days. Um, I saw some idiot on Twitter was like, uh, "Let me interrupt you. Let me interrupt you. I'm sorry. That's right there. That's what I'm talking about right there. When you say storytelling." That's what I want to hear when people say storytelling. That was my whole argument, by the way, by earlier. But but continue. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, but I, I saw some idiot on Twitter uh, earlier, and he was like, "I can't take Keith Lee serious. It took him thirty minutes to put Adam Cole away. So how am I supposed to take him seriously facing Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar?" And I'm just thinking, like, is this your first time ever watching a wrestling show ever? Please tell me you blocked him. I didn't, but I'm about to go back and do it if he hadn't yeah, deleted it to me yet. So I'll do that That's here later on. 30 minutes to put away Adam Cole, who's held the NFT title. 403 days. Like four. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay. All right. I'm not going to go. So go, gonna, yeah. go ahead. Anyway, block him. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so Keith Lee celebrating, and then we get a, a glimpse of uh, a killer cross and Scarlet, excuse me, carrying cross and Scarlet. Uh, in the rafters, just looking and just like laughing, like I'm about to fuck this nigga up soon. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Cross about to smoke my boy, man. So here's how I see it playing out: uh, Keith Lee uh, defends one of his championships, uh, probably the North American title, um, at Takeover next month before SummerSlam. Uh, gets cost that championship by uh killer cross and then they feud for the next few months and then cross ends up dethroning keith lee for the nxt title uh before survivor series that's how i see it playing out but uh maybe they might go a different direction um as far as adam cole uh what's next for him in the undisputed era man main roster sir yeah i see that happening yep adam cole even shook keith lee's hand after the match so let them know what that means over raw yeah, like, this, this, they got to take over Raw because this. Yeah. I, I was watching uh take over Brooklyn three. Y'all remember what happened at the end of that show? Yeah. So I, I, y'all, y'all remember what happened? Y'all remember what happened yes. in in the in the second the first or second match of that show was uh, the tag T-T-C. titles, the tag titles. Uh, and there you know after that match, um Kyle Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish attacked the yeah. I think it was Sanity who won the, the belts. They attacked them after that match. They show up at the at the end of the main event, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Roode, and they show up, and Drew McIntyre, what the fuck y'all doing? And they're like, he get attacked by Adam Cole, <laughs> like, after he just won the championship. So why don't we just rehash that next Sunday at, at uh, Extreme Rules? 
you know, Drew McIntyre beats uh, Dolph Ziggler and gets attacked by the Undisputed Era. Debuted in Boys on Raw. We we need we need some we need some heat. We need some good heat. It it writes itself. It writes itself, Bruce. Yo, you know what I mean, TC, TC man. You, they 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 need to give you a job, bro. I'm saying, cut the you, check, Vince. I was I wasn't even really <laughs> even thinking about that. But now that you put it in that perspective, like when you go back into your homework, it makes so much sense. Yo, uh, man, it, the storytelling, man. storytelling, bro. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt y'all on this one. And I I, I love that idea, and I agree. 100%. Come on, Ray, Ray. You, you need to get that. You need to get that check cut. But this is the only reason I say I wouldn't be for that. SmackDown needs the world title back. It's not, it, it, it's gone. It's vanished. Braun, Braun is already gone. It, it, it's destroyed. The title That's a true world back. title. Let's keep it real. Intercontinental is a true world title on SmackDown. Right. Any title yeah, AJ yeah. Styles holding is the true world title. Exactly. Exactly. And that's a good thing. But it's like, you you put all this emphasis on having a second world title for SmackDown for Fox. That the big deal that y'all got, it's like y'all gotta restore that. So if you're gonna put Adam Cole ain't undisputed era anywhere, they need to go there and restore that that luster, like bring it back. So Adam Cole shows up, him and undisputed era, they knock off Braun, they take the belts, they run SmackDown. I wouldn't be mad at that either. I agree with you, but I feel like Raw needs them. My my fault. I feel like Raw needs them more right now. I agree with you on that. You know what I mean? Because trust me, I want to see that Adam Cole and AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Yes. Yeah. Or or, or I might throw somebody else in there. Maybe Finn Balor, Triple Threat. Thank you. I need that rematch with Daniel Bryan again. Yeah, man. Like we, you know, we we have time. So like, let's let's take let's let's take our time with that one. And let them go over there and get built. Let you know the main roster. We got time. We got about a week and a half. Yeah, let 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 <laughs> them know and all that. Show them who they are. And yeah, so I, move, I'm yeah. I'm I'm with you on that a little bit though, Reek. Like SmackDown because they they do need a world champion. I wouldn't mind seeing them beat Braun because you know as we know, like Braun ain't really supposed to be champion anyway. So you know yeah. he's just been champion for three months, not doing a damn thing. Like once this stuff but, but with Bray is complete. That that that's on that's on WWE though. Like, how do we keep getting these champions that's just not doing nothing with it? I mean, I mean, us watching, we see we see John. To be champ, exactly, exactly. So like, but why I'm is he still this. champion three months later? Is my question. Exactly, but it was like when Stone Cold won the title. We seen Stone Cold every week. John seen him. We seen him every week. Triple H every week. You know, years old. But these past decade or so it's like we get a champion they leave or we get a champion and they do nothing with the title we gotta do better agree keep in mind though keep in mind though who has quietly been vanishing from tv mr money in the bank oh i was just about to i was i was saying that the other day where is he at and that's a good thing yeah, because especially for Otis, because like that that whole shtick can get old really fast with him being a feature player. So uh, it's been pretty cool to see him. Maybe he got maybe he got the Rona. I don't know. Maybe he was one of them people. <laughs> Hope that's not the case. But you know, he he did just disappear randomly. Um, but yeah, so uh, let's let's get let's get the undisputed era. I, I want to see them on Raw or SmackDown. Don't wait until SummerSlam. Let's get them on a, a Raw or SmackDown here in the next few weeks, just because you know we gotta. 
gotta do something with them boys, man. Um, get them on SummerSlam. Yeah, I need them on the SummerSlam card. So let's get them on Raw or or SmackDown first. Um, so let's run through uh, SmackDown and Raw just to close out the show here, man. Um, on SmackDown, you know, we opened up with a uh, Matt Riddle having an interview with Michael Cole. Uh, really weird. Explained how he had frostbite in his footsies uh, on vacation in Wisconsin as a kid, and that's why he wrestles barefoot. Um, yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, <laughs> Matt Riddle faces John Morrison uh, in a match that was way better than the preceding promo. A very, very good match. This is John Morrison's best outing since he's returned, like, easily. Um, Matt Riddle has good matches with everybody. Uh, we, we get uh, AJ Styles and Drew Gulak. Really, really good match. I think I was a prisoner in a moment uh, from my first view because uh, I started thinking back on it, and I was like, I don't remember much about this match, like what spots that happened. So I got to run this one back. But it was still a pretty cool match. Uh, AJ Styles and Drew Gulak didn't really uh, live up to the expectations, possibly. So I got to go review it. Yeah, uh, it's all right. It's a, it's, a, it's a weekly show. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next up, uh, probably the my favorite segment of the year, man, because we got – uh, the living legend, uh, the the some people's goat, the Undertaker, uh, endorsing two other living legends, uh, the women's tag champs. You know, uh, Undertaker called up Bailey on her personal cellular device and said, "You know, all y'all was doing the tribute to me last week. Nah, y'all ain't had to do all that. Like, I, you you and Sasha deserve to give you know a tribute over me. I agree." Uh, most certainly, uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so we get a tribute package for uh, the tag champs, Bailey and Sasha. And then, um, you know, after that, we get a Undertaker, not Undertaker, I'm sorry, <laughs> Alexa Bliss and Bailey uh, faced off. Uh, that was cool, you know, little whatever. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura beat Kofi Kingston. And uh, and then in our uh, main event segment, we get a. Didn't watch it. Skip. Just it. I watched it. it. It was not. It was. It was unnecessary. Um, it was really just like so. So Jeff Hardy. One. Right, so I, I will say this: is Jeff Hardy's best ever promo came from this segment because like usually when Jeff Hardy cut a promo, it's not believable at all. But this one, he was really like no e promos. He don't. But like he. I mean, I think. I think if you've been wrestling for like you know twenty twenty five years, you should know how to cut a promo a little bit. But he could. Uh, he could. But this, like, it was a lot of passion in this one. I, I felt it. Uh, I just, I just wish that you know they weren't doing this little situation. That's all. Exactly. Um, but on Raw, uh, you know, we talking about you know really good you know career promos over on Raw. Uh, we opened up Raw with the, our WWE champion Drew McIntyre, and uh, you know he calls out Dolph. It's Dolph. Yeah, I was waiting. Uh, I thought I was like, gonna miss you, cute. Um, Calls out Dolph is like, what, what's the stipulation gonna be at a, you know, at at, a, at Extreme Rules? I'm waiting, and Dolph doesn't tell him, but instead he he brings out Heath Slater, uh, who um, there was a report that a released Raw superstar was gonna appear. I did not know it was Heath Slater. I was genuinely surprised to see him, uh, so that was dope. Uh, he he cuts his best career promo, uh, says that. When Drew McIntyre got released 10 years ago, Heath Slater called him up every single day until he came back. Uh, but Drew McIntyre has not called Heath Slater since, you know, he won the WWE Championship. 
says you you being a fake homie, you ain't a real one. Uh, he was like, where's that match you said I could have on the bump? Like that's the last time we talked was on a on a TV show that people don't even watch. I watch it, by the way, but a lot of people probably don't watch it. Uh, so he's like, where's my match at? And he's like, you know, get my match. Drew McIntyre gives him the matches. You know, he loses in 30 seconds. Where? We we might need a little. We might need a little bit more time because you ain't gonna get through everything in this five hey, minutes. Yeah, so. we might. We might. I'm trying. I gotta. Uh, and I gotta stick around. The thing too. Yeah, we we gotta. Yeah, we probably. Yeah, all right, school. It's cool. Good. All right, school. All right, it's what. It's whatever. Uh, um, Sasha Banks and uh, I'm sorry. Does, before we yeah. move into that, does uh, does Heath Slater stick around? Hell yeah. Yes. Yo, he he's the world champion 2021. Call it right now. I need it in my life. I need that trifecta complete. Like gender did yeah. it first, and then Drew did it. Like. Gender should be back by next year. We could have that triple threat finally. Like we we never Especially, got to have, we never got to have the shield triple threat. But we can we can do we can do this one. No, especially yeah. you know he can he cutting promos like this. He got himself in better shape. Let's see what let's see what he look like in matches now. Yeah, that's all. Let's get the problem. I like I my, my favorite part of that promo when he was like, when when I said I got kids, man. This this, this ain't real life. Joke. This for real, right? <laughs> that was a feed. like Queen. that right. There. I was like, man, yeah. Put, put, put that title on that, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, Not even no jokey joke. Like, I really want yeah, you to win yeah. that title one day. Just, just, just yeah. because it pisses him Cornette off because he exposed right. him to that. <laughs> it's whatever. Uh, let's, let's move on real quick, man. Um, Sasha Banks and Kyrie saying, uh, good little match. I don't, I don't think they've ever fought before, so it was decent. Uh, ended in DQ. I need a rematch. Um, but we getting a Boston hug. They're not Boston hug no more. Uh, they, uh, you know, Sasha, Sasha three shows and Bailey three brands versus the Kabuki Warriors for the tag titles on Monday. Can't wait for that one. So that's a long um, name. It is. The, uh, the role models. <laughs> uh, we can go with the role models. Um, yeah. Kevin Owens and Rey Mysterio uh, defeated Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Uh, the winner of this match chooses the stipulation for uh, Ray and Seth at Extreme Rules, and uh, Rey Mysterio chose an eye for an eye match. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know like what it's supposed to be. Apparently, can, can I just say? Can I, can I say one thing? Apparently, uh, you must gouge your opponent's eye out to win the match. So, like, I just wonder how they're gonna do this. Can I just say one thing? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Extreme Rules came from ECW One Night Stand. From One Night Stand to this Extreme Rules, the whole show an eye, an eye gouging match. We got an eye gouging match and an eye gouging I, match and a swamp fight on the same court. Do you see why I get upset? Like, like why I get upset? This is okay. It might be good though, just because we don't know what it is. Like, we didn't know what the boneyard match was going to be, and everybody's like, "What the fuck is a boneyard match?" And then like everybody, look, that was cool. When I heard no, no, Grave, no, no, no. I was Undertaker and Grave. I love hearing that. Thank you. I, I believed in that because it's Undertaker. It, it fits the name fits, and it's what they just asked. How can you have anything wrong with those two together? Especially if Taker doesn't have to go and get in the ring and do 30 minutes like he would have to do back yeah. in the day. You can't go wrong there. This, this and, is no, and no disrespect to Seth and, and Ray, because they could go. Yeah, but it's like, this is not, I, I, said it, I said it to y'all when I watched it, I'm like, yo, the horror show, tagline, stop making it work. Stop trying to make it work, it's not working. You went from Extreme Rules, the horror show, to the horror show, Extreme Rules, it's not working. It I, just, not I, just, I just got a question, though. 
like it's just a general question. Like I just want to know why a, a television production company having taglines for their shows get people so upset. Like it just seemed natural. <laughs> Yo, nah, right, this is my thing. This is my thing, right? Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like blowing up too much about it, but it's just like I. It's, it's what he said earlier. When you think about what this was, extreme rules, that the, the, the concept, the, the theme, all of that. ECW when I stand. What it originated, right? You think about what it originated from to this. It's like it, I just I can't get with it, man. I can't get with that. You talk about an eye for an eye, like what? Come on, man. Get out of here. Stop it. Come on, man. <laughs> Uh, uh, next up, we have a uh, MVP and Lashley. Uh, they defeated Cedric Shea. That's my new name for them. Um, you know, but you know, we already talked about they they revealed the uh, U.S. title before this match. Uh, this match, they they building up to something. I just don't know what it is. Like they they building to something with MVP and all these other black wrestlers. Yeah. There's no way they, they not. It's this. just it's too obvious though. Like I'm just like, but it's it's just taking a long time, and they. Uh, but it's that's good that's one thing that's bothered me about Bruce Pritchard programming, which is like everybody wanted, <laughs> everybody wanted long-term story building back, but like, I just be so anxious, like yeah, to, to see things happen, like. But uh, so I'm I'm patient. I'm just anxious. Uh, did y'all just happen to check out Ricochet's 365? Not yet. Yeah, yeah I was at the time too. It was pretty cool. Um, I didn't really talk about much, like. I mean, it wasn't really much to talk about. He didn't. I mean, it was just really showcasing his first year on the main roster. Uh, talked about the match with Brock. Um, talked about winning the U.S. title. And uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Not much going on. It was. It was cool watch though. I recommend it. Uh, next up, we have uh, Randy Orton and Zelina's Angels. Uh, they defeated the Viking Raiders in Big Show. Uh, I, I think they're they doing a really good build for, for Big Show and Randy Orton just to kind of get people to care about it. I think we all know who's going to win. But just like, you know, when we all know who's going to win, the important thing that they can do is to make us care about it at least. And uh, I, I think they've been doing a decent job. of Because if you would have told me that Big Show and Randy Orton was going to have a pay-per-view match in 2020, like if you told me that last year at the end of the year, and I'd be like, what? I'm not going to see that shit. But I mean, they they they've done pretty good for themselves. Um, I really enjoy like Randy Orton snapping on Angel Garza like in the middle of the match when I was like just like yoked his ass up like like damn son. He's like I got a lot of respect for you because you're you grew up in the family business. I grew up in the family business too. We can relate. But you you fucking listen to me, motherfucker. Like, he, he he let him have it. Uh, and in the end, they all walked back up the ramp together after they got the win. Uh. Legacy 2.0? Like, Don't call it that, but we could call it something else. Yeah, no. Okay. I, I would like to, you know. Cause, they probably cause, have to show Cody Rose on ATV again. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Jared, I mean, they they showed they showed uh, the Royal Rumble on Fox the other day, and, oh, and yeah. Jericho yeah. was in the first match. So, well, yeah, well, that was back then. Yeah, you know, yeah when he yeah, was yeah. in the company. So, yeah, yeah. We talking, we talking like if if they go on like on Raw or something like that, that'll be the most hard edited footage you ever seen. Yeah, like they had to get him a for a new name. They gonna Which get him Benoit. <laughs> they cut him out of every scene. <laughs> this him and Ted. Yeah, but uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing that too, because uh, we know Angel Garza, his his family, 
Um, you know, his last name is Garza, you know, uh, nephew of Hector Garza, RIP. Uh, you know, he's a uh, Humberto's cousin. Uh, Andrade, I think, like, his, his dad or his granddad used to wrestle um, back in the day, too. Uh, damn, yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't mind it just because, it, you know, everybody's together. Uh, I think Andrade is related to a, a few other people who are, are big in Mexico as well. So it's, uh, you know, of course, Randy Orton, family genes. So, and um, it would give those guys something to do, too. I'm tired of them losing all the time. At least, you know, they with Randy Orton now in this current iteration. Not them losing and fighting every week. Like, yeah. They're going to lead this to a story. They're going to break up. What, 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 like, what are we doing? Yeah. So I think with Randy Orton now, you know, you get some, you get an experienced person. Like, Zelina can't, can't keep it together. Uh, they, they've hit a wall. So now we got this former, you know, how many times Randy Orton won the title? 13 time world 13, champion. Yeah. A lot, yeah. a lot, lot, a lot of times. Yeah. So thir- you got a 13 time world <laughs> champion, you know, the only man to, to win the Rumble and the Money in the Bank uh, and twice, win the Rumble twice and the Money in the Bank. So, yep. definitely. And, and it's time for Zelina to get the wrestling, you know? Like, stop Yes. Well, I will say, I will say, I can appreciate the dedication to the valet because the valet has been seriously uh, diminished in the last... That's, that's what I'll everybody wanted, though. Yeah, yeah. At least the last five years, it, it's been like gone. Like if it's not, if you're not Paul, Heyman, nobody what do the last five years ever. coincide with? The women's revolution. Uh, yeah, so like, right. kind of ever yeah. since that kind of got jumped from it, like women yeah. haven't been like managers recently, or at least like effective managers. And then, like, I don't think really been effective managers in general. But let, let, I'm gonna keep it like this: she could still be a manager, but she still could wrestle. It's not the wrong with appearing on the show twice. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not the wrong with that. I mean, a lot of other people did it, like. Yeah, you know Molly did it back in the day. Yeah. Um, that's all we said. We want to see her wrestle. I don't care if she's a manager. She's a manager. Yeah, yeah like, like, I want. I don't do want both. to see her talent wasted. Yeah, exactly. Right. She. she and we, we know does, she can she go. Does the role well. She really. She does the role but that, well. But that's the problem I have with wrestling does. today. A lot of stuff is like you can't do both. You can't be a great tag team and also a singles competitor. You know what I mean? You can't be a, a, a valet and also a wrestler. Like. No, man, it's okay if they can do both. You know what I mean? Like I said, like 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 the Young Bucks. I feel like Nick Jackson is an amazing wrestler. I really want to see him go single one day. You know what I'm saying? Just as Matt, just as Pentagon, Ray Phoenix. You know, hell, I, I would throw maybe uh, Usos in there. Like we've never, like you never know who can turn out to be what if you don't try. And I understand one brother is better than the other. I see that smart TC. <laughs> You can't, you can't, you can't do both today. Just yeah. ask Paul. Just ask Paul. You can't be Brock manager and head of creative. That's that's just the reality today. Unfortunately, but it is what it is. It, it just said Paul Heyman just can't manage more than one person at a time. Like last time he did that, it was just bad. Like he tried to average, uh, manage like CM Punk and then Curtis Axel and Brock. It just wasn't good. Curtis yeah. Axel was doomed from the start. Uh, Michael McGillicuddy. Yeah. He's still he's still employed. <laughs> no, nah, he got he got released in April. Wait, he did? Curtis Axel, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. Hold up. Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. If y'all could have seen Reek's face right now, it was full of pure disgust. <laughs> I, it is because it's like why? <laughs> that was so funny. Why? Why employ a man that has that has this history through his father, 
and you know had the potential, had the talent that y'all just dropped the ball with several times over with a whole bunch of different people, whether it was Paul, whether it was uh, who, who was it? The Nexus, first off, that the whole thing he did with Triple H, it's like y'all, y'all dropped the ball time and time again. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what else we got? Yeah. Shout out to Axel Mania, man. Oh, no, that was it. Shout out to Axel Mania. Um, yeah. Next up, we had uh, Billy Kay defeated Ruby Riot. Uh, I, I hope I, so. This, this, I like this Ruby Riot story that they telling. Like, if if you watch her promo on Raw Talk, it was just really it's a lot of passion and just like her and Liv gonna get back together soon. Um, Sarah Logan's having a baby. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Sarah Logan and uh, yeah. what's his name? Eric. Eric. Yeah, I couldn't remember the new name they gave him. Uh, shout <laughs> out to Eric, man. You know, uh, all all the women were saying he didn't look cute, but like look. Yeah, he had to show out now. He was like, look yeah. at me. <laughs> uh, and then our main event, man, Oscar and Bailey. Listen, they don't miss. They do not miss. Like, go back and watch their matches at NXT. They don't miss. Uh, Big facts. And I love, I love seeing just Bailey and Oscar and Sasha. You know, it looks like, you know, Kyrie Sane, you know, is back and getting added to the mix. So I love seeing, you know, these are the stars of the show. Like, we're going to look back on this pandemic era of WWE. And Oscar has been the, you know, the LeBron James. And then here come, here come Bailey and here comes Sasha, you know, a couple months later. And they just really just, you know, add into the, you know, to the enjoyment of these shows, the entertainment. Um They've all been the MVPs, man. Shout out to the women. I, I'm enjoying seeing them getting these main event spots. Yes, sir. And Kyrie's supposed to be, uh, I think she's staying. She might be sticking around because I know the initial reports that was out was that she's going to be leaving soon. She's going to do a year in Japan. She's going to retire. But I guess apparently that's not going to be the case. Yeah. So it's hold up. Can, 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 I can I get into the Shayna thing real quick? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I got I to touch on this. Cause Wait, is, hurt, is it rant segment time? Yeah, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because this hurt my soul, and, I, and I'm pissed off about it. So so here's the deal, right? Uh, over the weekend, and it, this had been rumored for a while, but Meltzer dropped it officially now that supposedly Vince is completely sour. No, no, no. But this was like, it, it was already out there. And Meltzer was just like, yeah, it's definitely true. Um, basically, Vince completely soured on Shayna Baszler. He's not with it. He doesn't get her. His whole, he doesn't grasp the idea of her with the MMA style being used as a wrestler and everything like that. Wait, so she, what? Hold on. Wait, so what? Wait. I'm, I'm sorry. Can I cut you off real quick? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. The past 10 years. They've been pushing Brock as an MMA wrestler. So how can you not cast the um, – continue, continue. Yeah. yeah. So – Trying to stay calm. Man, it, was, it, was, it was certain somebody uh, last year that they pushed all of 2019 – or all of 2018, rather, uh, who, who came from MMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty big star. I think she may have been a WrestleMania. But anyway. Um, that makes this yeah, make not even more sense. Just, just shortly after – I'm trying to find a report. Yeah, yeah. Huh? I'm trying to find he, a report. He's officially now, um, just within, I think within the last month, he pulled her off TV. So she's not going to be on TV. And, and this is the worst part about it. You ready for this? 
she's going to get action again. But guess what she's going to be? What? With Bianca Belair on main event. Yep. See, this is what I be talking. <laughs> they they already they already set to they got a taping set that she's going to work, but it's going to be a main event. Ooh, this is what I be talking about, bro. This yeah. is what all right, all right. I, I just gotta say, this. And, and you wasted, and you wasted. I'm, I'm gonna let you go right after this. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Wasted all this time coming into 2020, right? But before the year started, she won the main event of Survivor Series. She beat all the women. She was the top dog. She lost the title because she comes into the Rumble. She was supposed to win the Rumble, but they said, okay, Charlotte, that's the way we'll go. Then, Elimination Chamber, she wrecks everybody. It was the most one-sided Chamber match of all time. And she's got the main event with Becky. Now, according to what I read, a lot of the decision not to put the belt on Shayna was because there was no crowd. You know, he wasn't going to have an environment, so it, just, it wouldn't have felt right. But, I mean, Drew won the belt later on. But anyway, they said, we're going to stick with Becky, whatever. But the plan was for her to win money in the bank. They scrapped that, too. They went with Austin. And so we've gone from there to here. Now she's off TV, no main event. I, I got nothing. Right away, bro. So I'm gonna name off some names: Neville, Sami Zayn, Tyler Breeze, Sanity, EC3, Nakamura, Finn Balor, Mike. One of, the, one of these things are not. Two of these things are not like the others. But these are God. These are NXT people who got somehow got over with a crowd of of nothing. Early NXT, we didn't have these great promos. We didn't why? Because you don't need them, like I've always said. Well, you know, some people you do, but at the end of the day, the match is everything. You can have the best build up to everything, but if you don't have a great match, that build up is 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 nothing. It, it's a waste of time at that point. Which being said, is why to bring me back to my point earlier of people uh, where I tell people don't argue with me about NXT. Because when we've said through all this stuff for years and they having these great matches, these great takeovers, new countless of takeovers has been better than these pay-per-views and these guys putting all they work, all they time to go to the main roster and not be treated as well, not be pushed as they should be. And then once another promotion come around, people jump on this bandwagon is like to me in my ears I go I don't want to hear it because you're doing this because of that you know what I mean and that's where I come from earlier when TC explained to me the storytelling of a certain match when I hear stories telling in a match that's what I want to hear not how it started where it started what it was going to set up where it, where the match is going after what happened in the match to make me go, I love this match. Because when I'm watching a match, I'm not watching it to see what's going to happen next week on Raw. Because that's next fucking week on Raw. You know what I mean? So that was it. You know what I'm saying? That that That's my rant. But I'm so sick and tired of this shit happening over and over. And this is part of the reason why we even have AEW to this day. When we went to StarCast and we talked to a lot of wrestlers, it was the same complaints over and over and over. So that's saying something. Something, something needs to either change from the top or maybe Vince needs to take a step back. Or how about you watch NXT? 
That's always been a rumor. He's never even watched a product. So how can you book a wrestler that you don't watch or you've never seen? How? Can, can somebody answer me that? How can I book you if I've never seen your matches? I don't know your personality. I don't know who you are. How am I supposed to book you? I very much highly, uh, highly, highly, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here, but I, I I highly doubt uh, that Vince McMahon does not watch one of his own products. Like that doesn't make sense to me at all. Uh, he definitely. But, but we we we've, we've heard this before, and oh. it is showed in the product. EC3 is everything what Vince. Will look hey, hold on, y'all. Hold on. All right, while we read, I'm gonna give y'all. I'm gonna give both of y'all like three minutes to just like let me know what's so special about EC3. Because everybody loves bringing him up. Like, I understand when people bring up, like, Cesaro and they bring up, like, some other people. But, like, what is it about EC3? I never saw it in NXT. Like, I go back and watch some stuff in Impact. I just he, don't he see He never it. had a chance to do nothing in NXT. This is what we're saying. When we right, hear a lot of, All right, what, what's so special about a, him and No, a lot of stuff we hear of WWE, their type of wrestlers, has been buff dudes, good physique, cute face, and can talk on a microphone. It's been more about that than wrestling. That's what they love. Why do you think he loves Roman Reigns? You think EC3 cute? But that's that's the WWE. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they love. Vince loves his football players, his buff dudes, and he need a pretty face on the TV. That's what they want. But besides, all right, besides like Brock, how many of them types or have they really been pushing in the last well, few They don't work. If you see, if you got a person that can wrestle, that's what you really need. Most of that shit don't work. Unfortunately, yeah. Roman caught the, the bad end of the stick because they pushed him a year too late than what he was supposed to be pushed. Exactly. But uh, the, the, thing, the thing with EC3, and I'm not the biggest proponent for him, but yeah. the, the, the problem that with, with him and WWE is a lot of the same thing as the problem with Bobby Roode, because Bobby Roode brought in a, a specific idea for his character and his promos and everything like that. He was that bad guy. He was suave. He had charisma. EC3 did a lot of that in Impact. You know what I'm saying? And they were allowed to do it. They they had the, the create the creative you know uh, power to do it. You know what I'm saying? And so in NXT, it, it, it shone through. Bobby Roode was before you knew it. He was in the, the NXT title picture. He won the belt. He was the best heel on the show, easily. Now, they didn't push it that far with EC3. He was in, I think he was in, like, one North American title match. And that, that, that was really it. Yeah. And they didn't, yeah. they didn't really dig in with him. They didn't put him out there as much as they could. They didn't showcase him as much. And then they just threw him on the main roster to, to die, basically. So, you know, same it's as, like it's a lot of that. Is. Right. Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> But it's, it's, it's true. Like, I don't see what's so yeah, special yeah. about him neither. They How can you see anything though. special when we don't see them? I'm talking about before they even all the stuff. There's, there's examples of other stuff they've done. Like it's not we're not just talking WWE. It's like I, I don't see what was so special about a lot of these people before they even got there to to when they get to WWE. It just I just feel it's just people that are just big fans of these people. And they think they deserve these opportunities, but they really haven't shown anything to anybody that just. Oh, that's my that's my case. But at the end of the day, WWE is wrestling. The reason why we like these guys has not been because of the wrestling quota of WWE. We like them because they can wrestle good matches. So when they come to WWE, we're expecting the Mecca, the NBA, the NFL. 
you know, the top league, we're expecting wrestling out of these guys. You know what I mean? Because we, let's be real, when we go to an indie thing, we don't care about who's talking on the promos. Half the time, we don't know who these people are. We come in here to see some good matches. So a lot of these guys have came there from that. You know what I mean? Like like Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura is, is, is crazy over there in Japan. He wasn't that here, but he could put on a damn good match. So to see where he's at, it's like frustrating as a fan to be like, well, you know, he don't got to wear that suit, but he could wrestle. Like, he, you know what I mean? I always say Brock best promos today is in his matches. Where did we get Suplex City from? Yeah. In a match. You know what I mean? His best promos are in his matches because he's talking in there. He found his stitch because I love Brock. I love Brock when he wrestled. My only problem with Brock has been we don't see him. You know what I mean? In the world title. Like, I don't feel like you need a world title, hold a world title if, you, if we don't see you, you know? But that's what a lot of this comes from. It comes from wrestling. At the end of the day, it's wrestling. And if you're not having good matches, you're not doing nothing. What's the point? Now, there was rumors that WWE was just hoarding talent. Because let's be real, they have a lot of talent. You know what I mean? They have a lot of talent. They just don't use them. Well, we've seen that before, though. You know, Vince, as far back as the 80s, early 90s, he was buying up all the territories, stockpiling all the talent. The invasion angle, after he bought WCW, all those guys that just went yeah. by the wayside and only a handful I would of say, them survived. I would, I would say that, wasn't, that, that really wasn't his fault because the big guys set out. They set out. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I mean, they well, had them contracts. They, they, were, they was already yeah, yeah, paid. Yeah. So it was like, that, that's that's not Ben's fault. Yeah, he can't yeah. do too much. But yeah. it's like the, the ones that they had, it's like you had, it was like sink or swim. You know what I'm saying? You know, a handful of those guys really made it into that next phase of the ruthless aggression era. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. else was just like, all right, you're done. And then, and then the ones that did make it, they got, they were just terrible. They, they, they yeah. spotlighted them in the worst way. DDP was stalking Taker's wife. You know what I'm saying? Like that, but that that's a bad look. I think I think what we're trying to say is in a nutshell, it's time for Triple H to completely take over. Let Sean run NXT because Sean is Shawn Michaels, one of the greatest of all time. Honestly, Vince at this point, like, cause it, it kind of upsets me that Vince is still stressing out about uh, can, that. can I interrupt you real quick? You gotta remember oh, yeah. this is a publicly traded corporation, so you can't just have like Triple H step when, in. Like you got it budget. publicly traded. Twenty years ago. Like what what year? Nineteen ninety nine. And the year before that, and the year before that was amazing. Two years, but like, uh, but let me just let me just say, just as far as like business wise, like yeah, that that sounds easy in theory, but like as a public right. credit corporation, you got to explain to investors, and there's a lot of stuff they got to put into motion. So we probably won't be seeing that anytime soon. But it just it sounds good. But that, but that's why we complain. You know what I mean? Because honestly, with investors, without investors, WWE is gonna be WWE. Keep it a buck. I don't care if they don't have the biggest production company, whatever. And I know this is their business, but we don't care. I've never looked at any of their uh, any of their stockholders and been like, "Damn, you're the reason why I watch WWE." No, I could care less. You know what I mean? The reason why WWE got money, so like they care about them stockholders more than you. <laughs> I gotta keep exactly. It. And but that's the reason why we complain and we say certain stuff. So when people who love WWE be like, "Man, they be, but y'all well, not think, listening, like, not you, watching." If, of if course, people, it's for they stockholders. If more people just considered that, like we're not the priority, so like we're never gonna be the priority again. So it's fine. Like we got we have other options. Exactly. And that's why we can't argue about having other options. Of people it's like, like the, problem I, about the problem I found is, is just like 
there's so much more importance that they base on presentation over product. And that that's really that's really what I, I found to be a real problem. It's like, okay, all these deals, you know, with the USA network, with Fox and everything like that, and new stages and everything, that, that's all great. But at the end of the day, it's like Malik said, this comes down to the wrestling. We fell in love with the wrestling. And when you start to take away from that, and you know, we get deprived of certain things because one old man said he doesn't see the value in this person's character, he doesn't get this person because he decides that he doesn't get it. He's not with it. He's going to take them off TV. We get to miss out on certain things, and that—that's what I had to issue with. But like, that's why, like, for years, I like really caped for NXT. When I first watched NXT in 2014, and even I went back and watched it like recently, like from the from the beginning, because I want to see where it started. Like, even just seeing how they've built so many wrestlers that are here today. It was like, wow, wrestling fans actually have a show for wrestling. You know what I mean? And then we have another show of, to me, of the some of the greatest indie stars. They went and made their own promotion. And where it's to the point where people don't actually watch the promotion, but they talk about a promotion. And they critique certain matches that they haven't watched. Or, and vice versa. It goes both ways. So, yeah, we... we we, 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 I don't know, man. Stop complaining about the shit, man. Watch wrestling. Shut up. You don't like it? Shut up. Every hey, man. It's, it's, right a, it's a soap opera at the end of the day. So you getting in your feelings over a soap opera that involves a bunch of No, men. it's not. No, 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 no. We're talking in general, not just you. So we talking <laughs> You're making it sound like something way crazier than what it is, bro. But like, we, we talk about, it's a, it's a soap opera. It's, it's men and women rolling around beating each other upside the head. You got a you got a you got a mortician who's dead but who also thinks he's a biker. You got a you got a dude who <laughs> runs a cult in a swamp but he's also a crazy ass clown. You got a, a hillbilly who just like, you know, flips cars upside, you know, upside down. You got a beer drinking redneck who's the most popular and, person of all time. And we have a fan who hates Baron Corbin that when he comes to Puerto Rico, he gonna put hands and feet on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we forgot to talk about that. <laughs> He want to run that fade. Oh, you want that fade? Like, like Reese said, you, for, you forget Baron Corbin is a is a former uh, two time Golden Golden Gloves boxing champion, and uh, you know former Money in the Bank, former U.S. champion, former GM on Monday Night Raw. He retired Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. You got to remember that. So I don't know if he wants smoke with Buddy, but uh, hey, it's man, still real to me. Damn it! I love that video. Uh, I, I want to close out here. Um, you know, while Malik was on the rant, ironically, uh, tomorrow is the 20th anniversary of Hulk Hogan's last ever appearance in WCW. Uh, if you remember that, uh, he was booked to to lose to Jeff Jarrett uh, at Bash in the Beach. That creative control is a bitch. And Hulk Hogan was like, I'm not losing to this motherfucker. And then Vince <laughs> Russo was like, all right, bet. You gonna lose to this motherfucker. And then Hulk Hogan uh, said, quote, uh, to Vince Russo in front of all the fans live on pay-per-view. Uh, he said, this this, this is why this company is in the damn shape it's in because of bullshit like this. Uh, I, just, I just thought that quote went uh, together. Not to, you know, we don't put Hulk Hogan on a pedestal here. Fuck him. No, no, we don't. No, 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 you good. Dog's acting up already. See, that, that means it's time to we get almost, out of here. We almost did <laughs> a whole show without him, too. We that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. 
They upstairs though. That that was a crazy part. I'm like, how can I hear a wheel here? That that well. Hey, we, hey, everybody heard no, it too. No, man. one one thing, my dogs, they be they be scrapping in here, bro. They they really be trying to fight, man. I mean, we gotta keep them separated, bro. Man, uh, we got Michael Vick dogs. Uh, but also man. this this uh this this event also was uh, of note. Uh, it was Booker T's first world championship in WCW. Uh, so Booker T was only the hey. second. Uh, Third, sorry, the third black world champion uh, in professional wrestling at the time. Uh, we've had only like four additional ones since. Uh, that's kind of fucked up. Uh, but that includes our current uh, NXT champion, Keith Lee. Let's yeah. go. So, hey, oh. uh, it's dope, man. It's dope to see that. Uh, closing statements, guys. Shout out to my uncle. That's the closing statement. <laughs> Shout out to the uh, um, yeah. I, r- r- real quick, I gotta say this because I just I just read this as we started. Um, uh, sending some thoughts and prayers out to Alana because her mom is in the ICU. Apparently, she tested positive for COVID, and like her mom's asthmatic and everything like that. So it's looking mm. like a serious situation. So you said Alana. Send some love out to Alana. Yeah, send some love out to Alana over there. Always. I am in prayers. Uh, prayers to Alana. Prayers to uh. To Miro, uh, everybody know him as Rusev. So, prayers to, to that family, man. Hopefully, uh, they get yes, through sir. that one. Uh, man, as always, man, you can find us at YK Wrestling everywhere uh, at YK Sports Two Three. You know, Malik, man. Well, you know, we got the NBA about to start back up, man. You know, we need to get these podcasts growing. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I got to get back. I'm, I'm, I'm low key thinking about rebranding that that part, but that's that's something we gonna talk off off mic. But yeah, let's yeah. talk about that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, I'm ready for the NBA to start back up, man. I'm ready. Yeah, man. Y- 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 y'all seen the meals? The what? Y'all seen the meals and dinners they serving them? No. I ain't All seen right. Them. So like a couple days, I guess the WNBA <laughs> players went to their bubble. They had a uh, yeah. They 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 that's messed up. I seen that shit somewhere. And like they they laundry room is dirty and it, it got little yeah. old ass washer and dryer units. They got mouse traps all around it. It yeah. looks disgusting. They feed them doing? some BS. Like they feeding them some Dude. BS meals. So like last treat that's my the, aces that's like w, that. That's a, that's yeah. That's WNBA. You you don't treat my aces like that. You could treat the rest of them like that. But the aces yeah. you leave out of that BS. They 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 used to to find things. They the the the, the best of meals. They you play used, inside Mandalay Bay for God's sake. Exactly. Come on we now. Used to that man. You better do something better, man. Whoever running this, get get it together, man. And then uh, the 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 NBA rather, in they bubble at Disney World. Uh, Troy Daniels he used to play for the Lakers. Uh, you know we cut him. Uh, he played for the Nuggets now. He he tweeted out a picture of his meal, uh, a salad. And like they got the salad, the you know somebody tweeted out some chicken. The chicken looked dry. The pasta was dry. Oh, like man, these is multi-millionaire athletes, man. Y'all better right. feed them better. Like they they got a they got a specific type of diet they need to stick to. Like y'all can feed I them. I bet you it is. I bet you no Florida personal chefs out there making a grip right now. Hey, huh? But but you know you know LeBron ain't eating like that though. <laughs> No. Oh, the king? No. What? Hey, this this is my theory, and I wouldn't even be mad at it. Like, I would be tripping. I feel like LeBron got with Adam Silver. You know, he got with the Lakers, and he was like, "Hey, feed everybody else some bullshit so they can." <laughs> <get their nutrients." laughs> 
<laughs> they do treat So we run to this championship. I wouldn't be mad at it. I'm just saying, fellas. But you know what? Right. It's, it's funny you said that. It's, it's funny you said that because AD think he's slick. He said, I think, I feel like we got a better chance now than we did before because we all rested. So that just gotta go hand in hand with it. Like, so what you know that we don't? And we were arrested. We eating food. <laughs> what you know, we don't know. <laughs> hey, man, we get that ring. I wouldn't mind, man. Hey, we Lakers get number seventeen. I need John Cena to get number seventeen next, man. Uh, what's your socials, guys? Malik dot LV with either one or two Ks. Cause I got two. Now let me let me get let me get the page with two Ks. What? <laughs> Chill let me, out, man. Let me get the page with two Ks. I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing with that shit, man. Let me let, slow down. That one got that's, like that one got like three thousand followers. I need that. Let me get that. That's thing. that's that's coming off another brand I used to have. But yeah. why we keep talking about this for all this recording, man? Reek, give give me your socials, bro. <laughs> oh man, at Reek Havoc twenty four at the Havoc Hour. I'm shooting a new episode tomorrow. So tune in. Yes, sir. Need parts. Yeah, Reek, we don't have us on, bro. Like, you a member of our show, bro. We gonna be, you know what I'm saying? Whenever y'all want to Reek, Reek, are you going to hop on the sports podcast with us? And let me find out, let me find out, Reek trying to uh, COINTEL Pro, our podcast. He, you know, you're trying to infiltrate what we got going on. Like, he won't let us on his show. (laughs) He's trying to take over. Like, I see, I see all the followers they got. I can take their bread. Yeah. Yeah. find out. No man, Reek, Reek, Reek is the Reek no, is man, good, he, he the first person we even let in on this podcast is like in like he's an official member at this point. Yeah, man, we we got to get a we got to get that uh we, we need a Joy Taylor on here or a Carry Champion, you know that way I can go back to to the baiting y'all. <laughs> oh man, yo, I, I thought I was about to have to do that today, man. <laughs> I, was about to, <laughs> I was about to sit back and be like, all right, I'll handle it. It's still real to me, damn it. Hey, Let's get out of here, man. Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. You already know where to find us, man. Next week, we're going to talk about it. We got Slammiversary coming up. I'm hyped for that. I ain't going to lie to y'all. Like, I'm very hyped for Slammiversary just because yeah, I, I, I haven't really watched Impact as much in the last decade as I have this year. So, like, I'm, I'm really excited for that. And then, uh, apparently, like, EC3 supposed to be the, the next guy. So, you know, I might, I might see what y'all talking about. Um, and then after that, the next night, we got uh, almost at Backlash. I'm sorry, Extreme Rules. Uh, I'm sorry. Again, the horror show at Extreme Rules. That's that's the official title of the pay-per-view. This um, is the horror show. Uh, I, I, I feel, if, it, if it's possible, I feel worse about this than I did about Backlash. <laughs> this is the horror show. Like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Trying to trigger me on purpose. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, we out of here, man. Gone. 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 Long ass show. Yes, sir. <laughs>